0: Hello and welcome to Online and Inspired, a weekly podcast for educators, parents, and those leading the way in the future of learning. I'm Emily
1: Smith, founder and CEO of Teleteachers. And I'm Marissa Rothermel, special education teacher extraordinaire, or mommy, as my daughter calls me. We
0: are on a mission to live inspired always and talk about our jobs as education innovators, aka modern day educators navigating all the things.
1: We are here as pioneers in online education, firmly set in our beliefs in equity, equality, and balance in all things. We are proud educators, proud parents, and we are here with you every week to talk about how we embrace it all, from ed tech news to uh uh-ohs and boo-boos.
0: Thank you for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe. In everything that we do, we strive to bring levity to the conversation if you're not leaving this podcast with the same feeling you leave the workroom after some juicy banter we all love we're doing something wrong we're moving the water cooler conversation online so let's get to chatting are you ready marissa
1: i'm ready emily i'm caffeinated and committed let's talk online and inspired Good morning. It is Monday, July 25th, 2022. This is Marissa Rothermel. Uh, It's my birthday. Also, I'm here with Emily Smith, CEO and founder of Teleteachers, and we are online and inspired. Emily, hello. How are you?
0: Hello, happy birthday. I would Thank sing, you. but I want to do everyone a favor and not. <laughs> how uh, was how was the tie-dye party?
1: Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. I have just such a cool group, such an awesome network down here, and I'm so, so, so grateful for it. Uh, we had a very healthy showing of about 15 people, and we ate basically several pigs worth of bacon. If I had to summarize it, (laughs) we had so much food and so much involved bacon, which was hysterical. Um, we got some amazing photos. People were great sports showed up, uh, in their tie dye, took lots of pictures. We had props set up and, uh, my friend David showed up with a pinata as well. So that was really cool. Yep. So we also had a pinata. Uh, It was a proper themed birthday party. I felt like I was five again. It was really, really cool. Yeah. I couldn't have asked for anything more and I'm not quite ready to let it go either. Uh, We did like this backdrop of tie dye tinsel, if you will, that you could get your picture taken in front of. And that's still hanging up in my house. It's two days later, but I'm not, I'm not ready to take it down. You know, it just looks cool you do have a new podcast studio i'm seeing so maybe you could just relocate it i was saying the same thing i was like maybe if i just carefully peel this off the walls then i could i could work that into my new my new space which is really really cool and for those who have been following the social media this week um i am now podcasting from a closet but it's like a really nice big closet that's lit my husband for my birthday surprised me with black and pink soundproofing panels so i have been uh with his help decorating this office this week and there'll be lots more lots more uh information coming but we put up a couple of the panels last night. So we're part way there and it looks so freaking cool in here. That's the only way I can describe it. So cool. So and of course I have to get some Disney stuff up on the walls because it's my room after all. And uh yeah, it's my new favorite place in the whole house. It really is. You
0: you really when you put your mind to something, you get after it. I mean the uh I know that I gave you a hard time because you had boxes in your home. for a while after Mm -hmm. you moved but when I saw that closet and then 30 seconds later it was this beautifully (laughs) designed podcasting room
1: I'm like, oh
0: marissa gets after it. yeah it was, get it, done.
1: it was just waiting to be born you know that's the thing this closet it wasn't ready yet and then it it emerged in all of its glory and i can't wait to show photos of how awesome this space looks it looks really really cool and hopefully the audio is better i was gifted a very nice professional microphone uh and i'm hardwired so we shouldn't have any wi-fi blips it's you know it's all coming together i feel like a professional now that's amazing. Yeah, it's been it's been quite a week. And I also have to bring up last week I discussed going after the unicorn hot dog. Not only did I get the unicorn hot dog, but the gentleman who owns the place, Puma's Italian Ice in uh Somerville, South Carolina. It's also his birthday today. So happy birthday, new friend. <laughs> Happy birthday. So uh, I went and I got this unicorn hot dog. And if you followed social media, if you listened in last week, then, you know, it was a hot dog with like a meat chili sauce, then whipped cream and sprinkles on top. And there were there were a lot of mixed reactions when when I talked about uh, going going after and, and trying this. And I will tell you right now that not only was it absolutely delicious it is something that i've thought of since i left and it was it was really good i understand why the infamy is coming i really do but i don't think it should be what he's making a name on because there are other ones that have peanut butter on it uh peanut butter and spicy things like he has this list of crazy hot dog concoctions <laughs> and i just I don't know how he developed this menu, but I was having such a good time dreaming up the t- taste sensations that these other ones would be. And I'm 100% going to go back. But if you're in the Somerville, South Carolina area, I highly recommend the Unicorn Hot Dog. It was great. And I will share some some cute videos we managed to get uh, of my daughter trying it as well on our social media this week. But uh, it's been quite a week around here. It's been a lot of fun. How How are you? How are things?
0: Well, I'm in Washington, D.C. today, Um, came in Saturday night, um, actually Saturday afternoon for the uh, National Association of State Mental Health Program Directors annual meeting. Um, And before the meeting started, I took advantage of a... Evening with no baby and no obligations and wandered my way to Trader Joe's from my Airbnb to load up on, you know, things that are staples for the week. (laughs) And um, I wandered past Capitol Hill Books, which is the cutest, cutest used bookstore and it's it's kind of like an indie bookstore um, mm-hmm. they also have new titles there two-story eccentric little tiny hole-in-the-wall bookstore where you go up to the second floor and there's you know separated by mysteries and fiction and you know all these different titles but they have authors that are very notable famous and um, I got my first Agatha Christie book. Oh, that's but, so cool. Yeah, such a special memory and um, just wandered around, got lost in there. Not actually lost, but lost in the magic of an old bookstore. And um, there's just such a wonderful feeling about being surrounded by a lifetime of people's words. And um, so I got a hat. to keep the magic alive when I traveled back to Florida. uh, It was wonderful. And then um, I went back to my Airbnb. Yesterday here at the conference was really a historical celebration. After a day of meetings, there was a cocktail hour and um, several panels celebrating the release of uh, the announcement of the 988 Lifeline. And that's great. For those that don't know what that is, it's a it's similar to 911, but for mental health crisis. Um, So if you are experiencing a mental health crisis, instead of calling 911, you can call 988 and be connected to really wonderful, comprehensive resources that are designed to help uh, with mental health crisis. So we know that when these calls have historically gone to 911, that the people on the other side aren't trained in um, how to uh, deescalate, how to, I mean, the options are you go to the emergency room or, you know, uh, sometimes if, if there's, you know, they show up on the scene and um, sometimes it results in going into, going to jail right. when really a person just needs Uh, critical triaged mental health care. And so it was incredible to be in the room with state and federal program directors that have been working on this for years, and to just hear their stories and share in the celebration and this momentous um, um, occasion. And also, I don't know, I, I, I didn't realize this, but it was a um they were really adamant that they wanted a a three digit number that started with 9 That's because awesome. everybody gives gravitas to calling 911 mm-hmm. and it should be considered 988 should be considered a um just as much a significant emergency as a medical emergency when you call 911 or a safety emergency um So that was just a wonderful evening that I will not
1: forget. And yeah, it was wonderful. I've seen some of this going around. So you're calling it like a mental health hotline, like a mental health crisis hotline. Now, that's the first time I've heard that terminology paired to it, because the way I've seen it referred to is like a suicide prevention hotline. Can you call it for if you're not having suicidal thoughts, say having like An anxiety or a panic attack where you're just like not in your right space is it meant for that as well, or is it really more geared towards suicide prevention? Or do you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Well, it's a lifeline. So, I I mean, I think in any type of mental health crisis, when you're in a crisis, that may not be suicide, Mm -hmm. Um, but that may look differently. And you can call that line and you should call that line and be connected to resources. And one of the things that we're here talking about over the next couple of days is continuing to bolster the, um, uh, the continuum of care after mm-hmm. uh, you make that call and putting supports in place so that states um, can uh, send out mobile care, can help connect with resources. And that's one of the things that we're really excited to be here doing representing our Mira for mental health platform where we're providing end to end solutions for screening for mental health um, disorders through to matching with a therapist and hosting telehealth sessions. And, um, and we're finding that uh, it's, it's being really well received as an option for um, you know, uh, supporting that continuum of care. That's awesome. So really wonderful work being done by, I mean, people should be so proud of the work happening in their States. And even at the, the federal level, this was the only, uh, unanimous legislation approved that specifically called out special populations. So, um, huge advocates have been working tirelessly behind the scenes to make sure that no matter what community you're a member of LGBTQ plus, um, if you're, uh, whatever socioeconomic, um, area you're calling from, uh, it doesn't matter. Your phone call will be received. It will be treated, treated, um, equitably no matter what the issue is that you're calling on and for that to be for this to be the first unanimous uh, first uh, uh, legislation passed unanimously specifically calling out equity for specialized populations and community groups was is just remarkable and gives us momentum for um, really um, Making sure that mental health is addressed no matter who you are or where you come from, and you have the access to the same resources.
1: That is awesome. What a huge step forward. It really is. And I'm learning a lot just talking to you. Uh, and what a cool way to potentially link, you know, teleteachers and the Mira platform as well, because that is a really, really great mental health um, supporting system and uh that's really neat. I can't wait to hear it. how long are you in DC? Did you said all week?
0: Well, I'm in DC till tomorrow and then I have a couple of meetings in Richmond, Virginia and then one um in uh Virginia Beach. So I'm kind of making this <laughs> making my rounds over here on the East Coast before flying back um to South Florida on uh Thursday.
1: Okay. All right. Wow. And it's just so funny to hear you talk about I I very briefly after college lived in Washington, D.C. My first actual teaching job was in Washington, D.C. And uh, when I was there, it was all of six months. The school that I worked for is now defunct. It was totally um, a scam. The the uh, Department of Education shot them down. It was this wild time. I had left before that happened because I saw through the facade. Uh, but i didn't do very much while i was in washington dc oh no i really didn't uh i was home a lot there wasn't a lot of money but it's so funny that you mentioned this bookstore because you know i did a little bit and one of the things that i did in washington dc was go visit that exact same bookstore Stop. i swear Stop. to you. <laughs> yeah and uh not only that but um it is definitely the place that I recommend people to go to. And we did not have that conversation. So I love that you found it on your own. Does did it still have a also... coffee shop?
0: No, not oh, that I God. saw. But did you feel the magic Oh the yeah, store? It's perfect. You know what I'm talking about.
1: Then. Yes, I do. I do. It's a magical bookstore. 100%. I could get lost there for days. Uh, I mean... Give me give me an extra large coffee and, <laughs> and throw me in in amongst the shelves and, you know, I'll see you in weeks because they've got everything. And it was just it's quaint. It's comfortable. It's wonderful. So I, I have not experienced that kind of bookshop outside of Vermont. Some uh, I found a couple of them up in Vermont back when I was living in New York. And you know, like they have just nice seating areas and really encourage you to kind of like take your time, take in the uh-huh. book, and then and then move forward with your purchase, of course.
0: I but definitely so found, found it. I, and I found some books that really I feel like are speaking to my soul. Aww. So um it's I, how fun. I wish I would have got you a hat.
1: <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I'm just happy you found. Found your way there. That is definitely a place I would have Aww. recommended without any doubt. <laughs> Good deal. Uh, let's see. Let's talk. Um, I, we're going to do our special guest uh, later on. I know that you have a day full of meetings, so I will be recording with him in just a little while. Uh, but let's talk influencers, because I know that you're going to be running to meetings soon. So
0: who do you <laughs> have for an influencer this week? I don't
1: have an influencer this week. Don't? Okay, well, I do. Oh, we'll share yours. (laughs) That's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, The influencer I have as I get more and more into this whole podcast world and, you know, figuring out who you are in social media, that kind of thing, uh, is at Gary V. G. A. R. Y. V. E. E. Did You, you know did him,
0: discover, don't you? Did you just discover Gary Vaynerchuk? I did, yes. Oh, he's amazing.
1: Yeah. I followed him for years. This is all new to me. All new to oh, me. And goodness. so, yeah, and it's actually... Um, I only discovered him because of the guests that we're going to have on later on, and he he had pointed me in his direction. He's like, you got to check him out. So, yeah. So now I'm I'm deep down the Gary V rabbit hole, uh, and I'm oh, glad yeah. you know who he is. So, talk about an influential guy! Wow. Not only do
0: I know who he is, he is. Um, I
1: don't know what the word is, but the term I'm going to
0: use is spirit animal. So, yeah. anytime I'm going into like a team meeting or something, and I need to channel somebody. My, uh, my executive coach a while back, she was like, who, who do you want to be in this meeting? Like, who do you want to show up for, for your team as
1: like Gary V that's fantastic. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh,
0: you're going to go crazy with his, the way that he records content and like captures his repurposes content. Yeah. Social media people are social media followers better be ready.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing that I'm going to just warn everybody about right now is I love the way that he talks about capturing content. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll see what that leads to, friends. We'll see. <laughs> Lots of potential here in the podcast room, which also needs a good name. Oh, it does need a good it name. It does. So you got to help me dream up something good. Mm-hmm. Pull the audience. Pull the audience. We'll come up with something good in here for sure.
0: And did you know that, Gary, have you have you gone like into the archives to uh hear about his origin story walk, working for his dad's wine company and then taking it online and like the er, like when the internet was launched he started doing uh videos about wine and now he's got they're calling it it's called empathy wines mm-hmm. and
1: uh just seeing he's so ahead of all of these trends yeah it's amazing It's amazing. And he says that, you know, audio is the future. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, bank on him being right. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah. So I'm so glad you discovered him.
1: Yeah. So that's now my, not that I have a lot of downtime. I think I'm involved in like five different projects right now, but uh, that's my, that's my go-to listen right now when I have, when I have a quiet moment. So uh, yeah. At Gary V highly recommend if you're breaking into the social media word world, especially with audio video, et cetera. So and thanks to my friend David for pointing him out. Uh, let's see. How about a book? Is it your is it your Agatha Christie book this week?
0: <laughs> it's not. Although I am very excited. I thought that I would give somebody, I, I would give our listeners something a little bit more relevant. <laughs> mm, fair, fair. Um, so I just started digging into this book over the weekend. It's called Happy Days by Gabby Bernstein. And um, it's all about uh, her journey, overcoming addiction, and really leaning into uh, creating a happy life, manifesting. Um, and she's, she's also somebody to watch. So if I, I didn't have an influencer today, but uh, she's someone great to um, follow on Instagram. Um, and I look forward to digging into this book. And she's written so many books. Uh, she's just a superstar in um, helping people really think about the life that they want to create and how to step into that life. and
1: um, uh, yeah, that sounds that sounds like an interesting read, 100%. I've never heard of it before. Uh, my book this week is as I'm thinking about people who are preparing their classrooms for the first time and I have some friends who are recent college graduates. Uh, going into the the education world uh, is Educating Esme by Esme Raji Kodal. Uh, are you familiar with that book? I know it was part of a lot of uh, like teaching and college curriculums for educators. Is that one no. that you read during school? No, uh, it is. It's the diary of a first year teacher. And it's written in very diary style form, like with her memories from the day and the challenges she comes up against, you know, everything from administration to, you know, difficult students to figuring out how to teach something that she doesn't know anything about. It's uh, really quite a remarkable and easy read. It's both inspiring and also real, you know, uh, it's mm-hmm. it's just it's one of those good, quick, easy books for if you're setting up your classroom for the first time. I think it helps you feel connected to teachers that came before you. and I'd recommend it for that reason. So I will make sure that I do publish those uh, on our sites this week. But I know that it's it's nine forty five in the morning and that you have a meeting coming up in the next few minutes. So you know, I wish I could hang. I wish you could too, but that's okay. Go do big, important, wonderful things. And I will bring on our guest in just a few minutes for our listeners today. So I'm glad that I could see you today, Emily. Have a great time in, in D.C. and in Virginia. Eat well. <laughs> There's good food up there. Thank you so much. I can't wait to um, hear our guest. Um, what do you have to say? Yeah, Amazing. he's got what a journey. What a journey. All right. Very well, good. We'll talk soon. Okay, talk soon. All right, bye-bye. Bye. And without further ado, I'm about to introduce David Lewis, who is the CEO and part owner of Find Your Outside Inc. and ExploreVanX.com. He's available on social media at ExploreVanX, and he's a close personal friend of mine and truly embraces Live Inspired. So let's let him in now. Hello, David, after, oh my goodness, me failing computers so hard today and sending him no invite link and then sending him a calendar invite with no invite link and he's finally made it on and you are a superhero. So hi. (laughs) Hi.
2: (laughs) thank you for working with me there and happy to happy to be here today
1: thank you for uh dealing with me on you know birthday sugar high and lack of caffeine so um I appreciate you very much so without further ado who are you and what do you do
2: well first off I'm gonna say I had planned on bringing someone in to say happy birthday to you on this but my my little guy's not feeling too good today so he didn't make his guest appearance but Happy birthday, friend. Happy Thank to you. you.
1: Thank Definitely. you so much. And uh, I, I feel the birthday wish from him. And I'll use my birthday wish to say that I hope he feels better immediately. So if he if he's better by the time we hang up, then you're welcome. Thank you uh, so much.
2: You gave me an intro. My name is David. Um, I am a father. I'm a husband. I'm an adventurer. Um, I'm a person who likes to have a good time. Um, I run a company called Explore Vanex. Uh, we are a directory essentially for a lot of businesses in the van life and camper van community Um, kind of fell into that by living that lifestyle for a little while extremely fun and interesting way to live and travel and see the country but uh, kind of rolled into that Um, other than that just like to get outside do as many activities as I can and hang out with good friends like yours truly here. So
1: Thank you so much. So I hear you just use these terms van life and camper life. Like, is that, is that, you know, people who live in like um, a, a pole behind or a, a motor home and, and that's different than a converted van that's it's
2: there's, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of opinions to that. Um, oh,
1: okay. Okay.
2: I, I think that anyone really, the idea is to live, that adventure travel lifestyle where a lot of people just refer refer to it as living nomadically. Okay um, my wife and I personally we converted or we bought a vehicle that was already a camper van, which is a it's a normal sized vehicle, okay. but they stuff an RV inside of it basically. Yes. So like wow. we had we had running water, we had a shower, we had a queen size bed. I could stand up in it, but It was only 19 feet long and I could drive into any city or park anywhere I wanted to, which is a big plus. Um, When we started it, I mean, obviously people have been driving around in these Volkswagen camper vans for years, you know, ever since, you know, 50s and 60s when when they came out. Um, But a lot of people have adapted to that lifestyle looking for a more economic way to live. Um, right. And realistically it's it's kind of crazy that you can travel the country and live economically at the same time in a sense That's but it incredible. is incredible it's it's a it's a lifestyle you have to adapt to for sure which took me a little bit of time for sure as well. Um, my wife and I all in all we we traveled for two years. there was a, a small break in between part of that. But yeah, that was that was the duration of, of doing that. And yeah, um, I mean, a lot of people have these vehicles and just go out on weekends like a normal person with an RV. Mm-hmm. But that, there's many people that are, you know, full time. And that's, that's their life.
1: That's yeah. incredible. So you said you were on the road for about two years. What What's the highlight? There's got to be a place that stands out for you. Was there a favorite place that you ventured to?
2: So I, I really like to dive into all the places we've been to, but I always tell people flat off the bat, don't listen to anyone else's opinion. Go with your gut, go see literally everything you can, and everywhere is going to blow you away. Um, I can say that every state we traveled through had something that I never would have expected to see there. Um, states that I never thought would be cool, uh, I'm going to say Idaho and New Mexico, were some of my favorites. Wow. Um, So it's, and like I said, there's just so much out there that this country has to offer. It was really cool. We ended up doing 37 states in our tour. We always say that Oregon was our favorite.
1: Oregon. Okay.
2: So, but it's, it's not to take away from any other adventure we had, you know, it's each state had their own special part to each of us while we went through for sure.
1: I've been to Oregon and I totally understand. There is just something magical about that state. And it's not just wine country. I mean, uh,
2: there's epic waterfall or an awesome mountain or crystal clear blue water. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be happy to go back.
1: (laughs) Me too. I went to a hot spring that was hidden in the woods there. And it was just incredible. You're sitting in, in water that was naturally heated by the earth and, just, you know, unless some other person who found this place wanders up, you're alone in in nature. And it's just amazing. And I found and met so many different people just going around to these little small towns. And ev- there was a coffee shop with really good coffee on every corner. And I actually, I totally understand your love of Oregon. I, I love that answer because now I want to go back. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So you're working on... I've been on your Instagram and I've seen how many followers you have. Okay. So I know this is a big part of your life and obviously a passion. How do you maintain a work life balance with all that you're doing?
2: It's a struggle every single day. Yeah.
1: Because, it is. Um,
2: it's like people ask me what I do and I, I rattle it all off. And before I even dive into the fact that I have a two-year-old, their mouth is like kind of on the floor and it's, I don't, I've been told I don't give myself enough leeway or credit or anything with it too, but yeah, it's just, um, it's not an easy thing, but you know, somehow you, you find that way to push through. Um, and I think it's, it's truly being passionate about that thing. You know, yeah. you, you can go to a nine to five job all day and, and do what you need to do. But at the end of the day, are you going to sit on the couch or are you going to work on something else that you really want to see, turn into something bigger or turn into that nine to five for you and you know let you prosper in life um but yeah my little guy definitely gives me a kick in the butt too to uh stay you know going as hard as i can and and make sure that i create that work-life balance to not only give him all the time he needs with me but also be able to step away and take a moment for myself and very, I'll, I'll be very open about this. I'm gonna say honestly, in the past six to eight months is really when I've tackled that and started to do that and started to make sure that I find me time and you know get into the gym and and go see friends and and just not be working, you know. Yeah. Yourself into a grave, essentially. It's you know.
1: Well, especially coming out of a pandemic, you know, you have an internet-based business you know it's very easy to work 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 with no you know closing times or anything like that and you know we've all just been shut down for so long so i i keep hearing a lot of people and myself too you know getting back into the world and stepping away from the computer or being home and like and reconnecting with people is just so important right now and and you know uh just like emily just like myself you know you have a toddler aged child and and getting them out into this this brave new world that we live in. I totally understand. Do you ever struggle with uh, mixing your career and your passion?
2: That's kind of like, and that's, that's a hard thing to say. Like a lot of people go after that and they're trying to make their career, their passion. And Mm -hmm. it's a hard thing to do because at the end of the day, you don't want to hate your passion right? because every career you go into, you are going to get tired of it. There's going to be days where it, it doesn't work out and it's hard to get through and it's just not fun. Um, so I, I think that having a separation between the two is good, or at least creating a healthy barrier for yourself where you're not, um, you're not running yourself down. My, my wife's a n- not running, not running herself down, but my wife is a good example. She is a phenomenal photographer, editor, etc. And, She just came to the point where we were trying to make that a business for her and it wasn't fun for her anymore. She literally put the camera down for multiple months and just, I don't want to do it right now, just became too much. And again, you know, there's some passions you need to keep passions and not just try and make them your business. But um, I think for me, the idea of this business that I'm running, enabling me to do more of that passion is, is that step and that that thing that I'm looking at to get to, you know, if, even if it's just going to events and meeting more people and meeting the other businesses, that's fine. You know, that's good enough to, to get me out there into the world and and do that and make it work for me.
1: So I love it. I love it. It's interesting because we have you on a guest here as a guest because you know, we're, we're an education podcast, but we have the motto at TeleTeachers to live inspired. You know, we are a remote staffing uh, company and we have uh, remote based platforms to help schools. And, you know, we we promote getting out there and doing things and living inspired. But you you are the definition of live inspired. So it kind of feels silly to ask the question we usually ask, which is how do you personally live inspired? Because you're doing that. But did, get, get out there.
2: Um, my point to that and like reading into what you guys do and listening to your podcast and just learning more about you guys, the thing that comes to mind to me is, you know, there's so many people working remotely now and so many people teaching remotely now. Mm-hmm. And you can travel while doing that if you're smart enough to, to figure it out, to okay. to create that, that way of life. So you create that way of life and, uh, and you really have to, you think about that, you know, you prioritize the work over the play and, and you're able to do it. And just being able to, you know, there's Airbnbs in every corner of the world. Now you can rent an RV or a van and, and travel. You can buy one yourself and, and travel um, ourselves. When we traveled, my wife worked a, a part-time job. She had to be online logged in for four hours a day. And we would do social media work for, for multiple other companies. And, you know, we would either wake up early and go do that epic thing that we were going to try and do that day and then come back and find camp and work until it was time to go to bed or vice versa, depending on what we wanted to do. And that's, you know, that gets back to that work-life balance. Okay. It's it's possible to do it if you, if you want to put in the work and the time. You know? Yeah.
1: If you plan it out and you prepare for it, it's definitely possible to do exactly. it. And it's it's wonderful. You know, we get asked all the time, how do you reach a student, you know, through through the computer? And I say, how influential is TV and every single app that they're on. And now think of us like a computer or an app that talks back to you and has a conversation. Sure. It's very easy to relate to a student through a computer anymore because they're familiar with that medium. Uh, So it's, it's interesting because especially with the pandemic, teaching remotely got a tough rap because a lot of people who had not electively gone into education and in that way, uh, you know, tried, they tried to figure it out. You know, this we've, we've existed since before the pandemic, you know, what we're doing. Um, So it's, it's very, It's very interesting to kind of go up against that stigma of emergency learning versus remote teaching.
2: And it's it's not like it's anything new. My wife, you know, my wife and I are 30 years old. My wife graduated cyber school. She didn't finish a normal high school. She went through cyber school because she found that a better way for her to go. You know, this stuff is not brand new. It's just when it became the norm or Mm -hmm. forced norm because of the pandemic, yeah, a lot of people can't learn that way and aren't aren't right. successful, especially when they're thrown into it, you know, exactly. um, so props to everyone that made it through and props to all the teachers out there that helped them do that, because yeah. it had to be hard. For sure. It was a
1: wild time. It was a wild time. You had teachers coming on and having to figure out how to teach online who didn't know how to operate their classroom, you know, VCR, CD player, etc. So and suddenly they haven't to do their entire curriculum uh remotely and that was that was fascinating time in our lives for sure all right so i do want to circle back to the 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 van life if sure. somebody's considering that because that's that's my whole thing live inspired say we've got someone we've had a teaching nomad on here that's her instagram handle she's lived all over the world um doing education and teaching remotely if someone wanted to consider van life what would you advise them
2: I would advise them to check out my business because that's that's a big basis for what we do. We want to show everyone the possibilities. And the reason we created our website, um, it's www.explorevanx.com, which Marissa will, I'm sure, have Absolutely. more stuff for us later. Um, we, When my wife and I built our vehicle, we the Instagram fad of van life was just just starting it wasn't even really a thing like we followed two or three families that did this and you know that's kind of how we came up with it um but overall it's it was hard to find any real information without searching for several hours so the idea of of explore vanix was to bring that together into one central place where you could go on and check out all the different companies what they offered Find out more about things, and really just have a centralized directory of all this information for everyone to touch on. That um, the biggest thing was always all the companies that have been sprouting up over the years. A lot of them are you know one-off shops that only build one or two vehicles a year, and there's a lot of skepticism there. So. Um, just like buying a, a vehicle that's had aftermarket parts or anything put on it you know you want to question that and you want to question the validity so um, we try and keep companies that are valid and um, haven't had issues with customers and mm-hmm. haven't had a bad rep or anything we want we want to give everyone the best of the best so um, I, I advise you if you are interested or you want to learn more check out our website go on Instagram, check it out. There's so much information about it now. It's, it's blown up so much over the years and for, for a good reason, you know, people, people found this way of life and fell in love with it. And I think a lot of people really would. And even if you're, you know, sitting there like, yeah, I could never live in that vehicle. I, I could never do that. The way of travel simply is, you know, to, to be in that vehicle, to drive a few hours a day and get to the next Epic location, and be able to park there. Wake up the next day and just go do whatever you want. To have that freedom, um, it's a whole new way to see the world. You know, you, you can fly somewhere, you can get in a rental car, but you're in that rental car a lot of times. You're rushed to get to that next place you're going. This is we would drive an hour to two hours in distance on most most days. Find a place to crash and go to that next epic spot. And it's just,
1: there's nothing like it. So you Wake up somewhere new and amazing every single day. That's, exactly. that's awesome. That's awesome. Exactly. And yet still kind of have the comfort of being in your own space. You're not checking into a hotel every day. You're not going through that hassle. You're, you're not going through all of that, that networked travel of an airline or anything like that. You're still guess, kind of in your home.
2: I guess that's a good point too. You know, we, there's a lot of national forest land and BLM land in this country and you can camp there for free with stipulations. You have to be kind and clean and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, make sure you're not messing anything up, but, um, I'm not kidding you. We traveled the entire country and probably paid less than $250 overall. Oh my in camping camping. I'm not kidding.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. That's absolutely yeah. incredible across 37 states. And what does BLM, what does that stand for?
2: BLM Is, um, Um, losing the acronym right now bureau of land management oh sorry yeah Yeah. so it's just it's it's open free it's literally the people of this country's land to use and it's managed by a government endorsed yeah you know they they pay for the land to be taken care of just like the national forest just a different organization
1: i've never heard of that before i'm a huge state park uh
2: you Enthusiast. live on the east coast. That's yeah. the thing. There's exactly. not much and there's not many. We have a national forest north of, of Charleston here where we are. Um, and that's, you know, national forest land. But there's not much BLM land on the east coast or I would say east of the Rockies much, you know, okay. uh, maybe maybe mid, mid-country mid east. You know, there's still some out, out in the middle of the country too.
1: Huh. Interesting. I'm going to have to look into that uh, after we hang up today. Uh, Let me see. We'll keep moving forward. How about our last official question, which is uh, one book and one movie recommendation and why?
2: Me and your husband are going to see Thor on Friday, so.
1: (laughs) Props to Thor. Love it. (laughs) Love it. Uh, Can't go wrong with a Marvel movie.
2: TV... TV and movies haven't been a big thing for me. I always liked comedies. Um, Accepted was one of my favorite movies, you know, growing up and stuff. I'll say that one, but I, I look at that as an escape. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: If I want educational, I'll listen to a podcast or read a book, but I uh, I don't do many educational or, uh, or helpful movies or, or shows or anything like that. I don't have too much for anyone there. Um, I just read, let me go grab it. Actually, this is here on a mission.
1: Oh, I like the look of that book.
2: Donald Miller is, he's an author and he just, he really explains well, the way people look at how you can be progressive, how you can be a person that, you know, really pushes forward and really strives for things every day. And this really, it, it talks about, you can be a hero, you can be the guide, you can be the villain, or you can be the victim in life. Oh, by defining those four traits and identifying which one you're playing at each part of your day, it can really be impactful and help you not only make decisions, but change your mindset and, and attack the day in a different way and realize, you know, maybe I shouldn't be playing the victim right now. Maybe I should be, you know, stepping up and, and saying, how can I be that hero right now and get through this? Um, it's also a workbook, too. There's a lot of good stuff in there where uh, you build your eulogy, and you're able to read your eulogy. And once you read it back to yourself, it's it's impactful. It's, you know, yeah. to, to be able to say, what would I want people to think of me? What would I want people to say about me? Um, so yeah, that was that was a really good one. I, I think I'm going to reread it and, uh, and go through it again. It's just, yeah, good stuff. For that sure. That
1: Sounds fascinating. Oh, man, my own eulogy. Boy, she really liked pink was kind of loud. Often covered in glitter. <laughs> I'm going to have to spend some time working on mine, I think. But that's a fascinating sounding read. I want to know whenever, some, like, why would you ever choose to be the villain? Or is it all like a mindset of always getting out of that?
2: And that's the thing. The mindset is, it's a mindset. Sometimes you don't even realize you're in it.
1: That makes sense. And this Sometimes helps you identify can it. can
2: say three words to you and you just went from one to the other. And that's the rest of your day, you know? Huh
1: fascinating, fascinating, definitely going to look into that book. I wonder if it's available on audio since I spend so much time with my headphones on these days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, of course we have to make sure that our guests get a minimum minute of self-promotion time. So talk to me. What do you want to tell us about today? Is it your business? Is it your family? Is it you go for it?
2: Um. Happy birthday again. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. My wife and I moved down to uh, Charleston area where we are um, two years ago, and it's it's been hard to find friends in this pandemic. But I'm glad you know I stumbled upon Marissa and, and her clan of people that we get together with now. So I want to say that. Um, other than that, you know, live inspired, get out there, just go do things. You know, every time you look at something and you say that's too hard, or or you know that. That's not for me. You're you're short checking yourself. You know, get out there and do things while you have time. We we just lived through this pandemic and we're still dealing with it. But I think a lot of people's life values changed. I think a lot of people woke up in a sense and said, you know, life's too short. Let's let's make things happen. Let's do the right thing. Let's a lot of people changed. And I I think that your show really, you know, it it goes along with that to to live inspired and online and inspired, you know, I'm, I'm like you said, I'm living that I built this business online. Of course I had a lot of help, you know, all all the guys that that did this with me. I I thank them every day. Um, I don't know. I I think there's, there's a lot to be said about, you know, same as this book. How does your mindset work every day when you wake up, what are you going to do and how are you going to progress? And, you know, just go do things. Go.
1: How are you tackling the day? How are you, what is your daily adventure? Exactly, I love that. I love that. Well, David, I can't thank you enough for you know being my close personal friend, but also coming on our show today because you are you are the definition of live inspired. And I hope that this show today inspires some folks to check out Van X and remind me again of your website and handle.
2: It's uh, www.explorevanx.com and on Instagram or any of the social platforms, it's Explore Van X.
1: And I have been having such a good time checking that out and seeing the different van builds that are out there and mentally building my own. It kind of looks like a Barbie van, I'll be honest with you. But uh, it, if it ever comes to pass, it'd be really, really neat. <laughs> so and and seeing the ways people incorporate showers and stuff into it, just a regular van. It's it's amazing. It's amazing the, the network that you have set up to help people go out and, and find their adventure and go on their life's journey and Thank you so much for being here today, David. You're awesome. And I hope you uh, have a very healthy sun by the time we hang up. <laughs> Give Thank someone a hug, for, a hug for me.
2: I will. Thank you. And you Thank guys, you. everyone have a great day.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. Take a deep breath. Remember, we, the education and parent community, work better together. We innovate better together, and we don't need to be in the same physical space to do it. We are online inspired, and we are so delighted that you have decided to listen in today. You can find us working to live our best lives online via our Facebook and Instagram pages. Search for Online and Inspired, where you can also find our personal handles and, of course, plenty of baby pictures. You can also visit our website, which features our swag shop at www.onlineandinspired.com. And if you are looking for position in online learning, please check out our website at www.teleteachers.com slash join.html and follow Teleteachers on Facebook or Instagram. Stay connected, stay inspired, and we'll see you next week.